This podcast is brought to you by Kingdom at Work. Every leader needs an intentional plan to see transformation take place in their organization. The Kingdom Leadership Workshop exists to help you build that plan. Learn more at www.kingdomatwork.com slash events. Kingdomatwork.com slash events. This broadcast made possible through a collaboration with FCCI and Convene. Check them out online, FCCI.org and ConveneNow.com. We're on location at the 2018 International Summit, a gathering of Christ followers who desire to live out their faith in their work while pursuing excellence. Today on the second half of the show, we have Doug Fagerstrom. He's the CEO of Marketplace Chaplains, and you guys know how passionate we are about Marketplace Chaplains. Doug Fagerstrom, we're so excited to have you face-to-face doing a radio show. Thank you, Jim and Martha. It's good to be with you. I mean, it's exciting. We, we've done shows remotely. We've done shows with your people around the country, mm-hmm. but it's great to actually have you face-to-face, so it's fun. <laughs> Doug, we always do this at the beginning of every interview. Talk to us about how you became a follower of Jesus. Uh, it was primarily through the ministry of Youth for Christ when I was a teenager, mm-hmm. and uh, some very godly men and women uh, showed and demonstrated what the love of Jesus really meant. I heard it in the church. I heard it from my wonderful parents and family and extended family, but uh, they lived it out in a way I hadn't authentically seen in a context that hit me as a teenager like never before. And it was through uh, those experiences that I found myself in one of their holiday teen conventions in Washington, D.C., seated with 2,000 other teenagers. Bill McKee was a speaker. I was 15 years old. He spoke from Isaiah chapter 6. And you have to ask yourself, what teenager remembers the name of a speaker, much less the text? And the answer is this teenager who God was going to break through Mm -hmm. and grab his life. The call was simply this. If you don't go back to your high school and share Jesus with your friends, who's going to? And that was a clarion call in my life. And then he asked the teenagers, uh, if you're willing to go back on Monday morning and share Jesus with your best friends, would you stand and repeat the words of Isaiah, here my Lord send me? And I didn't stand. My bottom was super glued to that uh, uh, chair in that auditorium. And it was later when we were gathering uh, as a group uh, and uh, different teams were sharing their experience of that marvelous weekend and uh, all kinds of things were, were going on in a room. About 40 of us from Holland, Michigan were meeting. And, and uh, I, I could only think of one thing. Uh, what am I going to do? And, and I realized I should have stood before, but uh, the, the little ego and the little pride of a 15-year-old and the fear of what that might have meant mm-hmm. to stand out in that way uh, was driving me crazy. And all of a sudden, in the middle of what was ever going on in the room, I just stood up in the corner where I was sitting and said, here my Lord, send me, and sat down. And everybody just kind of looked in my direction and wondered, what was that? And what that was, was the clarion call of God in my life, grabbing me for the rest of my life. Since age 15, I haven't looked back. Went to my high school, led three of my best friends to Christ, and uh, I realized for the very first time the gospel really does work. And so when people say, Doug, what do you do? I say, well, can I tell you why I do what I do before I tell you what I do? Hmm. And the answer is, the gospel still works. Amen That's that. why we do Marketplace Chaplains. And just to know that somewhere in the workplace, three to ten people today are going to uh, pray 
to invite Jesus to be Lord of their lives. Mm -hmm. That's why we get up in the morning and do what we do. What year was that conference? Oh, my goodness. Now you're pushing me, and people are going to do the <laughs> math. going to have to do oh, the no. math, uh, right? <laughs> you know, it, it was uh, in the late 1960s. Okay. Mm-hmm. So in the late 1970s, 1979, Martha and I stood or sat in San Diego State University Stadium with Bill McKee speaking to us as 13-year-olds, and we both stood up and said, Here, my Lord, send me, yeah. which is why we're here serving you as marketplace chaplains because we felt that call to full-time ministry we thought it was a pastoral call but the lord has made it very very clear but so the same man that impacted your life has impacted and his voice has resounded in our lives for almost 40 years so we we get it mm. we understand and, we and share just a, think of how many thousands of people in mm. between you know and in addition that made that um that commitment. That's, I am so glad you shared cool. that. I had yeah. no idea yeah. we shared I, that. I, you know, I'm supposed to say right now, what a small world, but I won't. Yeah. <laughs> I think what we'll say is, what a big God. What a big God. Amen to that. What a big very, God. Very, very cool. Amen. So how did the Lord lead you to Marketplace Chaplains? Well, we were uh, enjoying ministry uh, in the area of uh, helping church planters uh, get started. We are involved with Converge Worldwide, planting about 75, 80 churches a year. And uh, we were very content, my wife and I, Donna. We thought, well, this is going to be the last round of uh, uh, service to Jesus through the local church, which we've been committed to our whole lives, having uh, been in three churches and uh, uh, leading a seminary and now a denomination. And uh, I get a call from a headhunter who was a friend of mine out of Atlanta. And I thought he was calling me, as usual, to get names for some search he was doing. But he said, this time we're calling for you. And I said, with whom? He said, Marketplace Chaplains. I said, never heard of them. I said, they don't know me. I don't know them. Why are you calling? He said, let me read the eight bullet points of what they're looking for. He read those. He said, what do you think? And I said, I don't know what I think, but I know what I heard. You just read the last 35 years of my life almost chronologically. Wow. Uh, this is... This is a bit unique. He said, would you pray about it? I said, that won't hurt. I will. I'll never say that again (laughs) Uh, because, you know, God broke through. uh, And and I learned something profound that had been somewhat the pattern of life. As followers of Jesus, we don't get to go where we want to go. We don't get to do what we want to do. And we don't get to choose who we do that with. And according to God's word, we don't even get to say what we want to say. And so Donna and I responded again out of obedience to another clarion call. Mm -hmm. This time, not if you don't go to the high school and share with your best friends, Jesus, but if you don't go to the workplace, who will? And I realized that uh, not many were going. And this was an opportunity that we felt God was calling and leading us into. And uh, it's been an incredible three plus years. Hmm. Talk to us, Donna. You and Donna, how long? How many years have you been married? Well, we've been married forty-six years. Praise God! Uh, back in May, and uh, it's been marvelous. Uh, I love it when people just say Doug and Donna. Uh, it, it just always goes together, and that's right. Hmm. I love that. That is very cool. Marketplace chaplains, you know, because we've talked dozens of times about our passion of seeing chaplains be adopted by business owners and infiltrated into their organizations. We, we see that as a super powerful mechanism for incredible ministry that goes on. Talk to us about just the mission behind Marketplace Chaplains. 
Well, the mission is really quite simple. And, and when people say, what do you do? I just say, we do one thing. We uh, place chaplains in the workplace to share God's love through chaplain teams. Uh, it, it's really that simple. It's all about caring for people, being authentic. Uh, we, we, we look at the statistics. We read the white papers. We recognize from the Department of Labor in a white paper that I read not long ago that 72% of the people that get up on Monday morning and go to work actually say, I don't believe anybody really cares about me. Uh, they know me, but do they really mm. care about me? And then a chaplain shows up and demonstrates and shows authentic care, asking the real questions of life, uh, celebrating with them what, what, what no one else in the workplace is celebrating. Uh, a chaplain shows up and says, by the way, how's your wife doing? Uh, it was two weeks ago she had surgery. No one asked that employee that question that day, much less the last two weeks. And, and, and I could go on and on and on. And, and, and so it, it, it's about really saying, I care. But then something marvelous happens uh, when they start asking the real questions of life. And the employee voluntarily uh, introduces uh, an opportunity to know the God of whom they're sharing his love. And uh, that leads, uh, obviously, to eternal uh, opportunities and questions where we, we see people just coming to Jesus because they want to. You know, um, I know that we have, Jim, often people that are tuning in and maybe have never heard us have a conversation with anybody for Marketplace Chaplains. And um, we are very passionate about this whole idea of allowing chaplains into the workplace, intentionally bringing them into the workplace as a benefit for those employees. Um, speak to, if you would, the person who's never even heard that this is an option, um, that they, they're saying, I didn't know this was available or legal. You know, a lot of people, I think, go to that question, are we allowed to do that? So we may have business owners or HR department leaders um, listening today. Doug, what would you say to them as a first step to inquire more about what a marketplace uh, chaplain could do for them? Well, the one common denominator we find with all of the companies we serve, and, you know, it's about uh, 900 and, and, and some companies in over 4,000 locations. Mm -hmm. uh, if there was one common denominator among all of those companies and leaders, mm -hmm. it's simply this. They care about their people. Yeah. But they know that they are very limited as an owner, as a leader, even as HR, to be able to interpersonally extend the kind of love and care that they know their employees need. Mm -hmm. And they also recognize that the average employee is not going to talk to the owner, much less fellow employees, much less HR, about something they just brought into work today that they think might demote them, uh, might stereotype them in a pejorative or a negative way, or might even cost them their job. Mm -hmm. They might be involved in something that's illegal, and they just don't know what to do with it. They don't have the tools. And they represent the 72% who really don't believe anybody cares about them, or as Harvard Business Journal Review recently wrote, 44% of America says we're extremely lonely, and they call it a pandemic. And a chaplain shows up. 
And a chaplain is someone who cares and is non-judgmental and will listen mm-hmm. and, and will help them work through that which they're dealing. And, and, and an employee, they, they don't have a church. 80% uh, have no community who will respond to their needs. And so they go to our CHAP app, and, and there's the chaplain, and they're up in the hospital, and, 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 and two, two uh, keystrokes later, they're talking to a chaplain, and the chaplain says, how can I help you, Bill? And Bill says, I'm up in the hospital, and Susan uh, has just been rushed in for emergency surgery, and I don't know what to do. Uh, or, or the employee calls and, and says, hey, it's, it's Susan. Uh, we're down at the jail. My son has just been arraigned. What do mm. we do? And the chaplain shows up. When we come back, lots more with Doug Fagerstrom. He's the CEO of Marketplace Chaplains. You can find him out online, mchapusa.com, mchapusa.com. Doug, you were just talking about the amazing, what it looks like to engage a chaplain at a time of need. I mean, really, these chaplains get brought into businesses where the, where the business owner really can't be. The, there's too many people for him, he, him, for he or she to pastor anymore. You know, once you get beyond four or five employees, it just gets too much. And the chaplain really comes alongside the business owner or leader and becomes that pastor to the people. And sometimes an organization becomes multiple. You bring in multiple pastors to those people. Mm-hmm. Can you give us some of those stories? You said you're in 900 companies in 4,000 locations. Give us some of the neat stories of how you've seen just the miracle of, of what God is doing using Marketplace Chaplains. So every month I shadow one of our chaplains mm-hmm. uh, just to be sure that I have a, a personal connection with them and call it boots on the ground, if you will. It's kind of hard to lead something if you don't know what's going on out there in the workplace. So, uh, you know, uh, one of the first chaplains I shadowed were going through a manufacturing plant. It's 128 degrees in that plant where they (laughs) melt aluminum to make Romex wire that goes through a third of our nation's homes. Big company. We're going through a high-low driver, drives by, sees the chaplain and myself out of the corner of his eye, screeches to a halt, jumps off the high-low, runs over, embraces the chaplain, picks him up six inches off the ground, says, hey, chaplain. Thanks. And the chaplain says, thanks for what? He said, for what you told me two months ago. The chaplain says, what did I tell you? He says, you don't remember? And, 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 and the chaplain says, no, I'm sorry, I don't remember. What did I tell you? He, he said, you told me to go home and be nice to my wife. And chaplain, it works. <laughs> and here it reminds me of the 72% who don't think anybody cares and the 44% who say, I am lonely. I have no one in my life. No one had ever told that man. No one had ever shown that man, be nice to your wife. Uh, he had learned just the contrary. And the advice of the chaplain was, was, was just wisdom of the ages, but it was direct from Scripture. But the chaplain did have to say, by the way, in Ephesians chapter 5, put on his pastor's voice, which he didn't have, <laughs> and, and, and husbands, love your wives. God tells you that three times. No, he said, just go home, be nice to your wife. And the wow. man took the advice and he tried it because he had learned to trust the chaplain over the weeks and months that a friendship and a relationship had been built. He went home, he tried it, and he was saying, it works. Then the chaplain said, what else can I do for you today? He said, well, pray for my mom. She's having surgery. Chaplain took out his notebook, started writing the name down. He said, what's your mom's name? He said, "Ah, don't worry about chaplain. She's up in Cincinnati. We were in Dallas at the time. And the chaplain said, no, 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 tell me your mom's name. He did. Where's she having surgery? Told the name of the hospital. When is it? 
I'll never forget this. Next Tuesday at 7.30 in the morning. You can't make this stuff up. Mm -hmm. And then the chaplain said, don't worry. We will have a chaplain in Cincinnati with your mom at 6.30 next Tuesday before she goes in for surgery. And we did. That's how it works. Mm. And... uh, well, I could go on and on. Well, and it's okay. It's okay to go on and on. We, we do, love that. and we we do. We get very excited about that because you go back to those statistics that they that his mom probably didn't have community in her area either, or Not someone to rally around her. But yep. he couldn't get there. Right. You know, he had to work or whatever the situation was. You know, in our culture. Very few people would even take that time to thank, but obviously it made such a difference to that guy that he he yeah. hopped off of his equipment and, and made um, the connection with It changed his wife, it changed his family, it changed him as a person. Who else are you going to thank? And I'm sorry, I know the owner of that company who is one of the finest godly Christian mm-hmm. men I know, but he would never have that relationship no. with that employee with 1,500 employees in yeah, that company. couldn't do it. Well, no. let's talk about your chaplains. So what, what, is, what makes up a chaplain that would um, go out to the different companies? Who are they? They care. They're um, Christ-centered. They uh, know how to listen. Um, They're not necessarily theologians. They're not counselors. They're not really uh, pastors who shepherd a flock from day to day or from week to week. Uh, They're they're real people who have real lives, who have a deep sensitivity. And again, I I, I can't help it, but I've got to use the word care over and over. They're compassionate. They provide hope and help. Uh, When they listen, they're not trying to formulate an answer. They're trying to formulate a response that says, you're important, you're valuable, uh, and uh, I just want to know how can I help you. Mm -hmm. And, And so that's what we look for. And, you know, it's hard to vet and find those kinds of people. It's easy to look at a resume or a theological degree or something like mm-hmm. that, and that all sounds great. But uh, uh, we're looking for people who are, who are genuine followers of Jesus who really care about people. And then we put them in teams, and this is crucial. Uh, teams are very, very important because uh, our chaplains in any given company have each other's back. Uh, when a chaplain gets a call and can't run to the hospital in that hour, he's got two or three other chaplains he can call who will make that, that, that visit. Uh, we always provide male and female chaplains in every company for all the obvious reasons mm-hmm. that <laughs> it works best when you're sharing the, the deep issues of the heart for men to share with men and women to share with women. I might get in trouble for just saying that right now in this this politically confused culture. Mm. Uh, It's not about political correctness. It's about people and and caring for people where they live and where they are. And we know who they're going to share with and what level they're going to share. So we we provide that level. We have full-time chaplains. We have part-time chaplains. uh, But our chaplains work together. Mm. And uh, they provide uh, like like a force, if you will, in a company of of, of teammanship and a, a spirit of camaraderie. When you just speak to the business owners and leaders out there right now that are that are hearing about this chaplaincy thing, because we're amazed. Martha and I are constantly amazed. Doug Fagerstrom from Marketplace Chaplains, found online at mchapusa.com. We're constantly amazed. 
when we have a conversation with the business owners, and we were doing that in Arkansas last week, we were constantly amazed when they're like, I never heard of the chaplaincy in a business. Mm-hmm. Talk to those business owners to the value and, and, and how it transforms the company. Because you've seen it. You've got 900 companies, 4,000 mm-hmm. locations. Talk to them about why this is probably one of the – it will be one of the greatest investments they make in their business. Well, every business person listening in knows that their greatest resource – uh, is their talent, their employees. There's no question about it. And uh, they want healthy employees because healthy employees not only show up for work, but they stay at work, and healthy employees are better workers. It's just that simple. Chaplains come along and help with the wholeness um, uh, uh, and the wellness of any given employee. And so uh, if you've got a a physical ailment and you come to work, you're just not going to perform at 100%. But if you have a social ailment, you have an emotional trauma, you you have an issue that you're emotionally just not able to deal with, you aren't going to perform at 100%. And, And again, the chaplain shows up and helps the employee work through that to give them some hope and to give them some encouragement and to help them see it's not you and you're not weird and you're not strange and and you're not this broken person who can't uh, serve your employer well today and and they work through it and they take some time and 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 they say hey let's get together after work or let's spend an hour during your lunch uh, to work through what you're dealing with and you can just begin to imagine that employee going back to their their workplace their workstation their cubicle their machine uh, and and they've got a little little skip in their Mm -hmm. step right now saying yeah i can get through this thanks chap and it becomes a huge employee benefit these people see that as an extension of the owners or organizations love but also becomes a benefit we've talked to so many people who are like the chaplain made it so i don't want to go to get another job because i love the chaplain that is here it's 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 a huge benefit yeah i I was having dinner last night and happened to sit next to a person i didn't know it was his birthday and he just started in he says we use your chaplains i said terrific he says i don't know how you guys do it so cheap and i said well it works for us and i'm glad it works for you i he said we should be paying you more i said well that would be fine (laughs) if you want to but but uh, I, I said, uh, that's not what we're about. Yeah. Uh, we're about uh, getting to your people that you care about, and we're able to extend what it is that uh, you can't do right now, and we're going to do that for you. And on that legal side, don't buy into it. As long as you aren't forcing your mm-hmm. employees into anything or holding their job or paycheck over it, uh, there is tremendous freedom in the workplace. Yes. There sure is. To provide chaplains. Doug Fagerstrom, CEO of Marketplace Chaplains. Find him online, mchapusa.com. Thank you so much for being on I Work For Him today. Thank you. Great to be with you guys. Uh, make sure, you, please, if you are know a leader of a business or any organization that's got people, you need to have a chaplain, mchapusa.com. You're listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I, I work, work for him. him.